On the Beat with Bambi, conversations with interesting people from all around the South Jersey Shore. So what I wanted to see was how your day was. Today was good. We had, um, it was good business. We had some, uh, we're starting to see um, a lot of uh, familiar faces coming back towards the end of the season, which is always nice to see. You kind of know that um, the season is just around the corner from changing. And um, that's not, I don't want to say a good feeling, but it's like, okay, we've, we've kind of hit the home stretch. You're, you're seeing those familiar faces again. And um, you know, that uh, it, it, that long road is, is kind of coming to a, a winding down kind of situation. Yeah. So how do you feel at the, at, at this time of the summer, do you start to feel a little worn out or. Oh, I'm you exhausted. Get a second wind or what do you. Uh, I'm, I'm pooped. Um, this was a good summer. Um, like the last couple of years have just been so hard that uh, I know that we're only open seasonally, but there's still a, um, the last couple of years just really piled on uh, and a tremendous amount of stress that uh, you're typically not really used to dealing with on top of being stressful, owning a, a business and a restaurant. Uh, so mentally it's, uh, it w- it's been hard the last three years. So I'm yeah. pooped now. I, I need I need like I haven't had a day off in like five months. So no. if I could start I if I had a week off, I could probably start again. Yeah. And just, just a do it all over again. Yeah. Maybe, you know, a uh, quick trip somewhere, um, get a massage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so just pamper myself a little bit, you know. But hey, you went to dinner last night. So where did you go to dinner? Uh, Where do you like to go? Do you have like a favorite? Um, So I live uh, on the water uh, across the street from Beach Creek. Um, So I'm very lucky to have that. um, And I mean, I could throw a rock at it. Uh, So we go there. Um, We really like the Swine Bar over in North Wildwood. Um, We like Peter Shields. Uh, Stephen Cookies is always a favorite. You have to go there at least once a year to get the blueberry pie because it's ridiculous. Exactly. Um, and uh, that's really it. I mean, otherwise, you know, I, I just kind of, we'll, we'll cook at home and, and, uh, and kind of do that thing. Yeah, I'm sure that at the end of your days, you're just uh, ready to chill. But, I mean, Yvette's has been around for so long. It is so amazing. Love everything. 24 years. I know. And I think, I was going to say, I think I've known you for like at least 20. Uh, so, 13. 13. I've learned it for 13. Still, it's a very long time. Yes, I was, uh, you, I was still you in my got 20s. Into it. Yeah, you got into it young. So how did you tell the story of how you acquired Yvette? Like, what, where, what was Yvette's before? And then how did you come about owning it? So Yvette's was Yvette's for 11 years. And sadly, Yvette had passed away. Unbeknownst to me. I, I'd never even heard of the restaurant. Um my very good friend, Jack Binder, and my other friend, Pete Belasco, um, he was, Pete was uh, in the Peace Corps, and he was in South Africa for, I think, two and a half years. And in between that time, he had come home for, um, it was like a period of like 10 days, and then that was it. He was, wasn't coming home again for a really long time. 
So we all got together. We had a few beers and in the midst of us uh, having a good time, Jack says, look, there's this restaurant in Stone Harbor. Um, I don't know, but you're going to buy it. And that's going to be that. And I said, uh, okay, Jack, uh, I kind of want to get out of this business. And he goes, nah, you're going to come and look at this place with me tomorrow. So, okay. So, we get up in the morning. We head over to Stone Harbor. Well, he was there. I, I, I you know, went over to Stone Harbor, and there's this little cafe that I've never heard of. Um, I, I had to, we, we hung out in Stone Harbor when we were kids. I hadn't been there in, I don't know, maybe a decade. Um, I just never was a Stone Harbor kid. You're Wildwood, North Wildwood. I'm a Wildwood kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's where we, that's where we, you know, caused our trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, we would go with every once in a while, but I never heard of this place. And like I was, once I saw the menu and, and understood what they were doing, I was very sad that I, I didn't know the menu and, and never really got to um, meet her. I was fortunate enough to meet her husband um, and kind of get an idea of what uh, his life's work was about. And his life's what work was, was about Yvette's Cafe. Yeah. And, you know, they were... 11 years in Stone Harbor, but previous to that, they spent a lot of time in uh, Ocean City. Um, I think they maybe had done some things in um, Sea Isle as well. I I, I might be wrong about that, but I know they were definitely in Ocean City. Uh, They had coffee shops. And, you know, I think 30 years ago, they started out with just a coffee shop. And then like one idea, he was like, hey, uh, let's get 24 rolls and we're going to make this one sandwich. And from there, it kind of blossomed into, hey, we have a menu. Now we have this. Now we are moving to Stone Harbor into this location. Um, so it was, it was, it was their whole. It was their. The reason, yeah, I got a phone call. Sorry. Uh, okay, uh, I didn't see a reason to start over. Um, what they had done. I thought what they had done was kind of really uh, amazing. So I, it was very quick. I mean, it was, I think I looked at Yvette's in February and by the middle of March, we had bought it. And quick. Here we, yeah. I mean, it was, it just kind of felt like, I don't know. It was the most, it was the most right I've ever felt about anything in my life. I just saw it and and it was like, wow, this is, I, I feel like I'm home. And it was just very, wow. I don't know, it was very weird. And, um, and and then the husband still comes around a little bit every once oh, in a while. he does. Yeah. Huh. And, uh, you know, That's we were awesome. able to, yeah, we, I mean, we were able to keep some of what him and his wife had accomplished. And we've kept it alive for 13 years. Yeah. You know, people always Nothing's say really like, changed. Well, the no, no, are the same. The rolls, yeah. the bread, the same. I we, mean, we just added to, and added. you know, we we made it a little faster. We did like just little things to make the service a little better. Um, the the quality of food will never diminish. Um, that's what we're known for. That's that's our bread and butter, literally. Um, so it it's an honor to be able to continue uh, the tradition of what they started. And one day, someone I hope. Someone will, you know, take it from me and make it better than I made it. Um, I think, you know, that's just a natural progression of, of a restaurant, especially a restaurant that's been around for so long. 
almost 25 years is, is really unheard of for, it's for true, a lot of places. But you, um, you took that and you built upon it and then you added dinner. Then mm-hmm. you added on the cool cafe across the way, the yeah there. So yeah, what made you decide? How's that doing? That's doing really good. Um, I had purchased uh, an old um, uh, scale from a from New York uh, out of a um, it came out of an old candy store from the early 1900s, and I put it in the cafe and I looked at it. Had my coffee in the morning, and I would stare at this thing. And the whole other side—I don't know if you remember—but once the uh, the clothing store left across the hallway, that yeah. side was empty for like four or five years. It was a really yeah. long time. I'm like, ah. Oh. So my mom—I started talking to my mom about it, and she told me about how back in Italy, my—I um, um, guess my great 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 uncle or whoever used to own a little market. So I'm looking at this scale one day and I'm like, oh, well, let's open up a little market. Yeah. And then that's that's kind of how the idea it started out with just the lobster roll part. And I, uh, I accidentally busted through a wall <laughs> that I thought was a little more stable than I than it was. And um, so then I was like, well, I'll take this next part. And then it was like, well, there's only that other half. Like, I just can't leave that half empty. It'll look stupid because it's right across the street from like directly across from the restaurant so i just took the whole thing and it was you know that was a struggle during covid but it's doing really well now um and it's just super fun the the best part about it is i get to work with my mom um who you know i I wouldn't be able to see uh nearly as much uh especially during the summer months um so for me that's that's the part that is really uh special about it is that i get to spend that time with her yeah, that's really nice. That's that's important. Um, so does that stay open? Is that the, it follows the same hours? Or you open that earlier? Yes. The the coffee part opens uh, at eight a.m. Um, okay. and then uh, it closes at four when we close it. It just closes at four like all through the week. Um, you know, we do dinners Thursday through Sunday. That stays open till eight. Um, and then uh, once we close that side down, we do everything back at the cafe. So if you wanted a lobster roll or you wanted. Right. Um, I have to get my dog water. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a drink. Yeah. So. Yeah, so um, it's good. Always busy, right? I'm sorry. Very busy over there. Broke up. That, yeah, that, it's, um, it's busy over there. Foot traffic. Yes, yes, um, and that's where like that whole you know the parking lot helps me out tremendously because yes. whether they're coming in to vets or not, um, they're they going to walk, walk through, through. So they see, they smell, they observe, they get the whole vibe of what's happening. And they go, oh, we'll we'll come back tomorrow, or we're already coming in. I didn't know this side existed. Um, it's it's most certainly still a work in progress. It's um, was a little bit uh, different than anything that I had done because of the retail side of it. I was having, um, you know, with the restaurant, you want that instant gratification, and yeah. with the retail side, it's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna fill these shelves, and right. then we're gonna wait to sell it. 
right. <laughs> which was like you see what happens. Yeah, exactly. See what takes. Um, but it, yeah, so we've you know we've gone through four years right. of that. Um, you sell the bread and, over there uh, too, I. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a huge seller over there. That bread is special. So, it really um, is. It really is. It, you import. Does it really come from France? Is that? It really comes from France. So in the beginning, um, they have they were using Labus. And Labus, um, just for whatever reason, their products, they just weren't very good any longer. And then they weren't selling fresh product anymore. You had to buy everything frozen, which if it's bread, you know, why would you buy a, a loaf of bread frozen? It just didn't make any sense to me. So I spent... Uh, a really long night one evening uh, and I found this little company and then I found which is the bread we use now. And then I found another company to bring it in from France and hold it for me. Cause obviously I couldn't, I, I had nowhere to store this bread. So that used to come into New York and we used to get, it used to get stuck in customs all the time. Oh, wow. And it was always on big weekends. Uh, right. I know like, <laughs> July 4th was a problem one year. Labor Day was a problem. Memorial Day, like all the big weekends. All of a sudden, we were like, oh, no, Uh-oh. we don't have any bread. Right. And uh, so we now we have it shipped from uh, France to Canada. And from Canada, it gets driven down, which seems to be a lot easier for whatever reason. That's crazy. That's, you must have to order so much of it. Yeah, so we look at what we our usage for the year. And then... Um, We'll look at, um, we'll say, okay, like we went through X amount of bread. Let's buy that again. And then let's put another, you know, say, I don't know, a thousand pieces. Uh, let's buy another thousand just in case. Wow. So I, so, I mean, it, it, it's a lot of bread. It's a lot of bread. You can't but not have bread. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of like. I mean, uh, you go through a lot. It's you our bread and butter. We have to have that bread. It's almost like the iced tea. Um, oh, that we, iced tea, I should say. That is my favorite. I get a craving for that every once in a while. It's good. So do I. <laughs> Especially when, <laughs> like, like, I drink a lot of iced tea in the summer, and then I close, and then I don't drink any iced tea again until I open. And as soon as I open, it's like, okay, I can't wait to have, you know, that's one of the first things I do when I turn the water on. It's like, okay, I'm going to go have a nice tea because I haven't had it in so long. Um, I, I mean, I could totally brew it at home. But for some reason, when I do it here, it, it doesn't taste the same. I think you should bottle it. I think you should mass produce it. We tried to do that with our vinaigrette, and it was astronomically expensive. Really? It was not like, yeah, it was not cost conducive at all. They wanted, I think it was going to cost me almost, uh, it was like three seventy five a bottle. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know what how if, if the iced tea would be different or not but just for the bottle and the pro it was really expensive it wasn't like oh let's do this and then they wanted me to order five thousand bottles right right you have a minimum right it was right, like, right yeah well i feel like that iced tea is is really something special and i i definitely would buy it by the gallon it is so good <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious so uh, you so you've always been in culinary Right. So, what yep. did you do before Yvette? Um, I kind of bounced around. Um, I was like a, a nomad of sorts in the kitchen. 
I ran some, some bigger places oh. around town and um, I just never really settled into like my groove. It was never right. really much about money for me. It was more about, can I be proud of the product that I'm putting okay. on a plate? And uh, for the most part, um, I wasn't. And it wasn't necessarily due to anything that I was doing. It was really because these people that I was working for uh, really wanted to just pinch that penny until, you know, it screamed. And um, yeah. it just got to a point where, and that's why I kind of wanted to get out of it too. It was like, unless I could find my own thing, which at the time I really thought was out of reach, um, it was like, you know, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I, I'm, I'm making food that I don't even want to tell people. I wasn't right. proud of it. And um, so uh, for, I don't know, I guess for nine, ten, ten years before I bought Yvette's, I kind of just was like all over the place and um, learned That's why Yvette's really clicked for you, I feel like. Yeah, it was finally a place where like it was – the groundwork of something so different and beautiful was already there um, that it was like, okay, finally a place that I didn't even know existed, existed like right in my back door um, that was defying what everybody had told me or taught me within the industry for the last, the 10 years that I was in it uh, or even longer. I've been doing this since I was 13 but really like paying attention to it after like culinary school and whatnot. Um, it was there and it was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. This is, this is it. So, I mean, everybody just, you know, everybody just wanted to, you know, don't buy fresh, buy frozen. It's, you can get fresh fish or fresh, whatever for $10 a pound, but we can get it frozen and pre-done for four ninety nine, and the profit we can charge the same amount and it was like right. no you, you can't do that that's gross nobody wants to eat your... <laughs> right. but like and it's funny too because like a lot of these places i worked most of the places i worked at they were busy they were people were really like just i guess because i mean they were just they were they were lining up to pay for crap Right, and it it's like it mind. reminds me of um, it reminds me of those shows that I sometimes watch, like Restaurant Rescue or Restaurant Nightmare, or you know, like those type of places, yes. and like you know, major chefs go in and help out. But those places actually aren't busy. But you know, people do go into these places, and it it's mind boggling how they settle for just mediocre. I'd rather have scrambled yeah. eggs. Right. Yeah, I'll just make right. something at home. Yeah, I'm gonna make it, It's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess I want to hear now. Like you all, you're you're so multifaceted. So you have the restaurant. You're a chef. Your food is amazing. Um, you've got like that business side buttoned up, and then there's the musician side of you. And yeah. I know nothing about yeah. that side of you because I'm really not yeah. around in the off season. So what do you do? Do you? Yeah go around do you play places what tell us yeah i uh i i played uh you know since probably out since i was like 20 um and it's just you know it was always just a, a different outlet for me to kind of just express myself in a in a kind of fun way 
Um, I've been in bands. I've played by myself. I've played uh, a couple of the Stone Harbor shows when they were doing those in the wintertime. Um, run sing, by, guitar, uh, everything? Yeah, what, your... yeah. I sing and play guitar. And um, it's just, you know, it's just another thing that I, I, I mean, I, I'll, I, I do it for free. It's not like, you know, I'm, not, I'm never going to make a million dollars being a musician, uh, but it's just something that, you know, not everybody can do it. Yeah. And it's just, you know, something that I just have a lot of fun doing. Do you, you go, write you play, your own you have music? a couple beers. No, no. That's something I, I've, I've never had the ability to write anything um, that wasn't like, uh, like a stupid, like, joke song. I could write those perfectly fine but for some reason like anything with any sub uh, substance um it just it's junk well i don't know about a joke song because i mean you hear some of the lyrics on like some country music and you think that they're like corny but it comes together and it sounds really good so you it never does. know I, maybe i should get with like a a, a fancy producer and, and we can uh, work something out there you go <laughs> But um, what's your favorite music to play? Like, who's your favorite artist? So um, at the ripe age of nine, I was taken to some Grateful Dead shows. And Uh that kind of changed. And that right after that is when I started playing guitar. Uh, So that's my uh, that's my go to. Um, I still go see whatever um, act is together. Now, I've been to, I don't know. 90 shows. I mean, it's. What was your last concert you went to? Dead and Company in July or June. No. Oh. Father's Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so you do follow that around. Mm hmm. It's your favorite. I used to follow it a lot more when I was younger. I didn't have so many responsibilities. Um, yeah. <laughs> now it's kind of, yeah. There's, there's bills that will uh, stack up and that I need to pay. Right. Right. Well, that's cool. So, when's your next uh, gig? Uh, I don't have anything lined up. Um, my first order of business is a day off. Um, and then we will take uh, the next steps from there. We still have uh, the rest of August, the whole month of September, and then Thursday through Sunday um, in October. So there's still quite a bit of um, events and restaurants yeah. to uh, take care of, and um, which I'm looking forward to because now we can do um, – like fall specials and get into like different soups and um, yeah. really, really get into the, the whole, you know, the fall harvest of vegetables. And like, I don't know, I enjoy when the seasons change because you can really, uh, you can make different food. And I, and I like that. Um, so I'm excited for that. And uh, I'm, I'm just excited to finish out the year strong and um, shut her down and play some music and travel and, Start thinking about ways we can make events better for next year. Yeah. So, what do you think about travel? Where would you go? Um. Oh, I would really like to go back to Cabo. Um, surfing's good there. Fishing's good. Uh, they got really good little restaurants. It's um, just a really cool town. It's one of my favorite places. Um, there's always a quick stop in Florida that's very accessible. It's kind of like the East Coast Cabo. Um, so like, I think that, I think, you know, I would like to go to Italy at some point. I know my mm. mom wants to go. I'd love to be able to take her mm. over there. Um, so there's, there's, there's some things. So there's, uh, there's Thanks always, you know, a new place about. to, yeah, yeah. 
and just to be able to get ideas about, you know, what we can bring to events, I think traveling is probably the most important thing that um, you can do for uh, a chef or really any business owner. You really get to be able to see what people outside of your little bubble are uh, experimenting with and eating and drinking and creating and um, without that experience of, um, you know, trying something that you may never try otherwise is, I think is very important. Yeah, I agree. I don't know how you could improve Yvette, but how, how have the things well, been this summer? The figs we had, a, they were great early, um, and then they were terrible. Um, and now they're, and I still have them, which is amazing. I've, I don't think I, in 13 years I've had figs this late into the season ever. Yeah. They're actually better now than when they were, I think because we had, I don't know if you remember, but we had some really terrible uh, weather um, in the spring. Like, I mean, Mother's Day weekend, there was a nor'easter. Uh, it was it was terrible. So I think you know a lot of the produce kind of took a a few week okay. hiatus. Yeah, and now it's yeah. really starting to come in. It, it, things are really really good now. Yeah, the tomatoes look great. Yep. Yeah, and the yeah. figs are good. Corn. And, uh, corn is still really good, and like it's the end of August. We should not be having this level of uh, tomatoes, corn, and figs anywhere. Yeah. So yeah. That's still exciting too, because we can still offer. Usually, it's like by now, and people call and they say, "Oh, can I get the number three? I'm like, oh, "I'm sorry, you know, the figs are kind of <laughs> and what's they're the kind of gone." That's the figs the with goat cheese. Yes, figs, goat cheese, caramelized onions, baby arugula, and um, we suggest adding prosciutto to it. Yeah, you guys add ham to it, right? Yes, we add the ham to it because Fran's favorite is number nine. Yes, you get a little best of both worlds there. They, yeah, he's made, got his, a little own, sweet he's made his own sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> right. which, I, I, yeah, which is great. But every day is a great special, and it's such a treat to go there. The salads are great. Your desserts are great. Your dinners are so good. The crab cakes are out of this world. And what did Thank I have? You. I had a burrata and fig salad there the last time I was there, and it was so good. Yeah, so, with the I mean, that was that was beautiful. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So I mean, you, you're so talented. Can't it, wait to see what happens it, next. Yeah, no kidding. You know, it, it's it's been so long, and it it's such a unique place because anywhere else I worked, I was never really out front. Yeah. Yvette's is built to where like everybody is. You see everybody making your food. It's an open kitchen. It, it is what it is. And I've, you know, grown accustomed to having, uh, like, I mean, you guys and a number of other customers, they have become like friends. And it's not just about, oh, well, Tony's in the back or, oh, so-and-so is out front. They said hi and you can't go out because you're knee deep in pans and cooking. And uh, it's really created such a unique experience for me um, that I don't think people really get. I truly I agree. I love that, you know, I've, I've gotten so close with so many people. Um, it's just really unique in, in that sense. Yeah, I love calling and you answer the phone. I love going and picking up and I get to see you. Yeah. You know, say hi, you know, even if it's just a quick second because you're, you know, knee deep in so many orders, but it's so nice to see you there. 
You're, you're always there, always. I'm always and your health there. is good. <laughs> your, your, your health this summer is great. Your service, yeah, I, I never... Always, I know. I, I, I've, I've been super lucky with, uh, with, with, with the help situation. Uh, it's getting a little dicey now. A lot of people left, and um, we're, we're, we're definitely sliding uh, begrudgingly into um, home plate at the end of this month. But uh, it's it's been a it's I I, I have no complaints. It's, yeah. it, if it ended if it ended tomorrow for some reason, it would have been uh, the most memorable time of my life, and I'm just super uh, lucky um, and and privileged to to be able to serve uh, people Stone Harbor. That's really great. That's really great. So where where is the vet? Do you think in five years? Whew. Sure, I'll be well. That's funny you say five years because that's when my lease is up. Um, really? I'll be yeah. I'll be forty six. Um, I will. I'll be on my eighteenth year at Evets. Um, not that I that's old by any means. Um, I don't know. I mean, I there there has to be a point where I sign off and give it to someone else. Um, is it after this five years? I, I don't know. Um, I know I don't want it to end today. I don't want it to end tomorrow or the next day. Um, but there's a lot in life that can happen that um, I don't know. I would like I would I would like to open up another one. Hmm. Another event where, location. Yeah, that's cool. I I've been looking for a very long time, uh, and I was very close this past uh, winter to uh, buying and opening something in the crest. And mm. I couldn't, it just didn't work out. So uh, I'm not leaving Stone Harbor. Um, I would, it, even if I did leave in five years, it would have to go to somebody who was going to keep it. Um, yeah. Part of the reason why they actually sold it to me was because I was going to keep it that. And I just wanted to build upon what they had, what they had, um, had already done. So. Uh, that legacy means uh, a little something to me as well. Um, yeah, so, I can understand that. But, yeah, so, but you know, I, I have no, I have no. Um, um, I'm not trying to leave. I'm not looking at 46. I'm, I, it's too young to retire. It's, uh, <laughs> it's true. That's not, not my. That's not my thought. Um, You're so young. You're so young. You have so much ahead yeah. of you. Well, I think it's I, great. Know, I and I another, maybe another 10 years. Why not? Hey, why not? You have it kind of like I agree. nailed down. Like, you know, you, you open, you close. You, I mean, it's like clockwork for you. It's so easy. Yes. So, um, but this has been fantastic spending half awesome. an hour with you and hearing yes. all about you. And I hope that everybody is able to experience the best because it's such yeah. a treat. Come on in, say hello, and um, I'd, I'd love to meet you. Always come in and say hi and uh, introduce yourself. This way I can remember totally. your name and you know what I mean? It's like coming to my house for uh, for lunch. Exactly. That's what it is. It's like going to your yeah. house. It's always how it is. You always welcome people in. It's casual. It feels good when you're there. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's easy. And that's kind of how we always wanted to do it. It was like, let's pretend like this is my house. And yeah. these are just all my friends and 
they're coming in to, to stop by and say hello and get a bite to eat. And then they're, they're high town down at the beach or, or wherever. So yeah, uh, I look forward and then we're to, back uh, for dinner. and then you're back <laughs> for dinner. Yeah. So I, I look forward to continuing this, uh, this wild ride for uh, many years to come. Thanks. Thanks so much, Tony. I really, really appreciate no, no worries. it. We'll see you soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Until next time, thank you so much for listening to On the Beat with Bambi. And please follow us on theroastedbeat.com and email us at info at See you next time. Thank you.